Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang, your host on Unlock the Leader's Code Live. As we continue our trek towards the 21 Everyville Laws of Leadership, law number 14 today, the law of the buy-in, one of my favorite laws overall. Now, the key part of here, the quote that I like in this section of the book from John is, followers buy into the leader first before they buy into her vision. Followers buy into the leader first before they buy into the vision. So what does John want to illustrate? More, most of the time, if you have an idea and you have a vision, you tend to go out there and spew out vision. So I've come across a lot of the new average leaders that are being put in charge of a new division, of a new team, and they have all these great ideas, right? They have all these great ideas that they, they are going to change, make it better, because they have to prove themselves to whomever trusted them to put them in that position of leadership. Now, there's several aspects that they need to improve prior to proving, right? However, they have this sense of what they're gonna change the world because they're gonna say, or whatever they're gonna do, they're gonna be measured in their results, which is all good. That's what you have to concentrate on, is delivering your results. However, the super leaders understand that before the vision is spewed out, before the vision is shared with everyone, they must earn the credibility and the trust of their followers. So as you come in as a new leader, don't you go right away and say, this is what my vision is. In my first 100 days, we're going to accomplish this, 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 this. The super leaders spend time first to connect. We talked about that in the law of connection. They go first for the heart. They earn the trust. They have to get the people to buy into them first. Because if you don't buy into the leader, you'll never buy into the vision. It's kind of a full circle, isn't it? So there's another quote that I really like that John has said in the book. He says that people actually will go along with people you get along with. Have you noticed that in your own daily lives? Do you tend to go along with people you get along with? So as a leader, if you're coming in there, if you don't get along with your team, how can you expect for them to go along with you, right? So what you'll notice is when followers don't like the leader or the vision, basically, they look for another leader. And the company that hired the leader say, thank you very much, sayonara, aloha, we'll see you next time. They let go of the leader. When followers don't like the leader, but they do like the vision, so there's a vision that encompasses that's bigger than them, they look for another leader. This will happen if you're inside an organization where the vision of the company is strong, the values of the company is strong, the ultimate leader of the organization is strong, right? However, the leader within the division, the leader within the team that you work in is not strong. People don't buy into the leaders. So it's, that's why sometimes key executives leave only to come back later on. 
I've seen this at Starbucks, where people just leave because they didn't buy into the leader. They did buy into the vision of the organization, but not into the leader, only to come back later on under another leader. The third is that when followers don't buy into the vision, but buy into the leader. So John uses the Example of Tony Blair, where he was very charismatic, people bought into him, however, they didn't buy into the vision. What happens then is that the people tend to change their vision. They kind of say, you know what, he's a trustworthy guy. I mean, I might not agree with him, but he might be on to something that I just don't know. So I'll just follow along. Now, this will only last as long as you produce results as a leader, right? So you have to be careful of that. When you're an average leader, you got to still produce those results. The last one is when followers like the leader and the vision. And then, well, then, whoo, it's kind of momentum. It keeps on building and building. If you ever have the chance to lead a team, and I've had the chance to lead that team once or twice in my corporate career, been lucky enough to have everyone in the team buy into the leader and buy into the vision. And I tell you, miraculous thing can happen. Things of extraordinary proportions can be made once you reach that level that you have the followers buy into the leader and the vision. Now, let's illustrate this with a story. And the story is this. It's from, if you haven't seen the movie, it's called Hidden Figures. It was released about a month ago, six weeks ago. And it's the story, the true story, as you know, I love true stories. It's the true stories of three African-American women back in the 50s that were, that were part of NASA, mathematicians. Now that, first of all, having women part of NASA is only mind-boggling to me. It's like, really? Back in the 1950s? And then to have African-American women uh, running a mathematician department. So this group of women were gathered to make all the computations, calculations necessary to kind of continue to build the rocket ship that would put man into space as the U.S. was racing against uh, USSR, Russia, USSR back then. So think about this. First of all, you're in that. The story is really, I'm going to share with you today, go watch the movie. It's really, really inspiring and really good. But the story I'm going to share with you today is the story of Dorothy Vaughn. Dorothy Vaughn was actually a mathematician and she had such leadership, innate leadership skills because she cared. And in the movie it shows that she cares for everyone. She took over the position of leadership, of supervisor, without the title or the pay because she felt that she needed to serve the group of African women in the computing department, about 30 or 35 of them during that time. And as she went along, I think close to, if I remember correctly, close to about two years, working in that role, taking everything that had to do with that role without a single pay because she cared. That's how she served. Now, the story becomes interesting when this happens, right? I get all excited about this. I'm telling you. Listen in carefully. When the vision and the leader, when people buy into the vision and the leader, anything is possible. So Dorothy Vaughn, as she leads this, this team of mathematicians, African women, African-American women <clears throat> in the NASA, she comes across an introduction of the computer that was being brought in by a company called Industrial Business Machines. For those of you who don't know, that's IBM. 
They first introduced this to NASA and they built. She found out that this computer was being put in NASA. So she said, what's, all, what's this all about? And then she quickly realizes that the computer is going to make all the calculations that her team were counted on to calculate, right? So she gets a bit frustrated, but then she said, okay, what can I do about this? As a servant leader that she has, she taught herself the computing language of Fortran. So she studied Fortran going into the library, getting a book, and you, you have to see that scene. Go see the movie for the scene in the library. Priceless as well. Goes to show her character as a leader. Now, once she learned all that, she didn't keep it for herself. She then proceeded to assemble all the women in her computing department and say, hey, this is what I foresee, vision. If we don't get into this, we're, we will all be out of a job. And you are all women that require and rely on the salary of NASA to, to take care of your children, yes? Everyone responded, yes. So let me then teach you how Fortran language works so that they will need us in the computing department once the computer is in. Somebody has to program it. It's still just the machine. Now, lo and behold, as it ends up, no spoilers here, she, you can read the story on Wikipedia. She then becomes the head of that department, promoted into that department, and was the first African-American supervisor, female supervisor in NASA, let alone female, first African-American supervisor in NASA, I believe. So there you go. When the vision and the leader matches, when people want to follow it, amazing, amazing, bandages things can happen. Hope this was helpful for you. If it was, please like, share, and comment. Remember, as a leader, as an average leader, or as a, the starting leader, if you're coming into a new project, a new team, remember that first people buy into the leader before they buy into your vision. This is Tito saying, Aloha, Mahalo, lead on, make everyday bandages. And as always, until I see you next time, live and in person, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.